So I, I know you've got a lot going on. But remember, I'm here for you. So bother me when no one's listening, because I will. Bother me when it feels like it won't get better, because it can. Bother me because you're never a bother. Whether it's a low point or a crisis, get help for yourself or a friend. Learn more at neverabother.org or call or text 988, available 24-7. What do you get when you combine a baseball field with a golf course? A diamond in the rough. How is a private eye like the dry cleaners? They both do other people's dirty work. What do you call a pair of banana peels on the floor? Slippers. Whoops. If you just read the bio for Dr. Steve, host of Weird Medicine on Sirius XM 103 and made popular by two really comedy shows, Opie and Anthony and Ron and Fez, you would have thought that this guy was, was a bit of a, you know, a, a clown. Why can't you give me the respect that I'm entitled to? I've got diphtheria crushing my esophagus. I've got Ebola virus dripping from my nose. I've got the leprosy of the heart valve exacerbating my incredible woes. I want to take my brain out and blast it with the wave, an ultrasonic echographic and a pulsating shave. I want a magic pill for all my ailments, the health equivalent of Citizen Kane. And if I don't get it now in the tablet, I think I'm doomed and I'll have to go insane. I want a requiem for my disease. So I'm paging Dr. Steve. From the world-famous Cardiff Electric Network Studios, it's Weird Medicine, the first and still only uncensored medical show in the history of broadcast radio, now a podcast. I'm Dr. Steve. With my little pal, Dr. Scott, the traditional Chinese medical practitioner, gives me street cred with the wack alternative medicine assholes. Hello, Dr. Scott. Hey, Dr. Steve. And my partner in all things, Tacey. Hello, Tacey. Hello. And uh, back from sabbatical, it's uh, P.A. Lydia. Hey, hi. A one-week sabbatical. Very nice. This is a show for people who had never listened to a medical show on the radio or the internet. you got a question, you're embarrassed to take to a regular medical provider if you can't find an answer anywhere else. Give us a call, 347-766-4323. That's 347-POOHEAD. Follow us on Twitter at Weird Medicine or at DRScottWM. Are you on Are you on Twitter, PA Lydia? I'm not on Twitter. Okay, probably smart. Visit our website at drsteve.com for podcasts, medical news, and stuff you can buy. Most importantly, we are not your medical providers. Take everything here with a grain of salt. Don't act on anything you hear on the show without talking it over with your healthcare provider. All right. Uh, check out Dr. Scott's website at stuff. No, that's not right. At simplyherbals.net. Simplyherbals.net. We'll talk about it in a minute. Let him get his plugs in. Check out stuff.drsteve.com, stuff.drsteve.com, where you can scroll down and get absolutely the best gift for a guitar player, the possible, which is the Roadie uh, Robotic Guitar Tuner. We've demonstrated on this show before. It's amazing. And it's under 200 bucks. If, really, if you want something for under 200 but don't get them another pedal or something stupid that they'll never use. They will use this. Matter of fact, Brian May, they've got video of him saying, thanks for bloody coming out with this at the end of my <laughs> career, you bastards. You know, So... Um, uh, so check that out, stuff.drsteve.com. You can also scroll down 
and see the new Dr. Steve um, uh, Bristol stool scale mug. So it's got all the different variations of stool from one to seven. And you can rate your stools while you're... Uh, you know, having your first cup of joe in the morning. and uh, Or you can put it in someone's stocking if you want to just see them go, what in the hell is this? <laughs> and uh, so check that out. Go to uh, stuff.drsteve.com. Another stocking stuffer that's loads of fun at a white elephant Christmas party, which we did at Tacey's Friends, who are all octogenarians, was to throw a couple of flatus flutes in there. And they were like, what the hell is this? <laughs> so it's the whistling butt plug. Go to flatusflute.com. We have nothing to do with it, even though my face is all over the thing. I've got nothing to do with it, but it's funny, and so it's okay. Uh, check out tweakedaudio.com. Offer code FLUID for 33% off. i uh, your your order. So if you buy three uh, earbuds, which are the best earbuds for the price on the market and the best customer service anywhere, you buy three, you get them for the price of two. So check out tweakedaudio.com, offer code FLUID. And then uh, patreon.com slash weirdmedicine. Uh, Who did we have this last week, Tays? We're going to talk about him in a minute, but a big, a big mystery guest. Oh yeah, I remember. Was Pete Davidson. Yeah. Yeah. So it was a big deal. It That's was a big deal cool. for us. And then, uh, if you want me to uh, say, um, you know, fluids to your mama or ho 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 to your ho uh, for Christmas, I will say that uh, basically anything you tell me to say, with a few exceptions. I'm not a high pitch Eric, for God's sake. But uh, do that at cameo.com slash weird medicine. It's under 10 bucks and uh, really it's fun. And we've had a couple of people that just ask me medical questions on there. I'm okay doing that too, although you could just do that for free on weird medicine. But you're guaranteed to get an answer within seven days on Cameo. But don't do it for that, do it for fun. Let me say stupid stuff to your family, okay? Anything else? <clears throat> nope, that's it. All right. Uh, thank you, everyone. Hello, Dr. Scott. Uh, how are things at simplyherbals.net going? Oh, my God. Nasal sprays are going up the shelves like Excellent. crazy. Excellent. Right. Very good. Very Excellent good. No, thank you. Christmas yeah. presents. Excellent Christmas. Yeah, yeah stocking well. stuffers. Check out Dr. Scott's website at simplyherbals.net. I do want to uh, say a, a hearty happy holiday happy birthday to uh, our friend Cardiff Electric, who is uh, our uh, network uh, president. And again, it's not his birthday. <laughs> no, but told, you know whose birthday it is? It actually is his birthday. <laughs> According to, to Facebook? Yeah, it's Pete Davidson's birthday right. today. We are recording this on uh, Pete Davidson's birthday. I don't want to dox him by giving out the actual date, but I guess everybody knows. It's November 16th. If you look at Facebook, you know. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. So happy How birthday. How old is he? Happy birthday. Uh, he would be, I don't know if he wants me to say. So, but he's getting he's getting close to a big one. And let me just put that. Let me just say, cool. Yeah, he's yeah, a yeah. baby. I was gonna say we used to be that age. A he's long a good boy. And if if ago. you are a fan of Pete or not a fan of Pete, or you want to, uh, or whatever, check out our Patreon at patreon.com/slash Weird Medicine. We had Pete on our show last week, so uh, we, we had him for a whole ten minutes. Ten minutes. That's a long time. Says something about either how busy he is, he is, or how bad his ADHD. Is. 
is. I'm not sure which, but yeah, we we captured his attention for 10 minutes and then he was on his way. But it, it, it was a fun 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. And then we talked about him for 20 minutes mm-hmm. by the time uh, cool. uh, the first time we met him. Anyway, uh, let's get to our guest here. We have a guest today and he has not been on the show. I look back since like show number 130 on on the podcast side. And so we're at show number 450 something or 500, something like that on the podcast side. Anyway, uh, he uh, and we have a whole section of our website at drsteve.com dedicated to his number one subject, which is uh, no no sugar, no grains. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, Vinny Tortorich. Thank you. Hello, Vinny. Are you there, my friend? Hey, Steve. How's it going, man? Doing great, man. I want everybody to check out your website at vinnytortrich.com. And uh, it's like I said, it's been so long since we have talked that um, you, you have ha- you have three movies out we're going to talk about. You've moved on a little bit from No Sugar, No Grains to talk about No Seed Oils. But uh, for the people who don't remember you, talk... Give us a little bit of your bio as far, you know, just the Reader's Digest version. Uh, you've trained a bunch of people in uh, Hollywood to, uh, you know, to optimize their their um, health and their bodies and all that kind of stuff. Give give them just a little bit of your bona fide so we'll know who we're talking to. Yeah, you know, I, I have a degree in exercise physiology and nutrition and uh I was a fitness trainer for 40 years, one of the first ones when, when people started doing that in the early 80s. And then by 1990, I was in Hollywood. So I spent the last 30 years of my career in Hollywood and quickly ended up working with a lot of celebrities that entire time. So you, you get the, the moniker of celebrity trainer. It doesn't matter how much education you have at that point. Right. If you work with the right star, you, you know, you must know what you're talking about, which is BS. Um, of course. But I did that, and at some point, um, one of my big-way clients convinced me to write a book. Uh, so the book Fitness Confidential came out about 10 years ago. And uh, along with that, we started doing the podcast. Again, early podcaster. Uh, we've done now over 2,200 shows. Oh, my goodness. Um, and yeah, that thing is still many, rocking and geez. rolling. How many a week are you doing? And, we do five a week. Oh, let's wow. see. I do five. Wow. It's like a regular, sh- you know, it's like a regular show. It's yeah. five a week. Wow. I tell yeah. you, fitness people are obsessed. I mean, and I'm sure that oh, you yeah. have people that listen to every single oh, yeah. one of your shows yep, too. They are. Oh, they. There are people who come up to me whenever we I do talk to whatever. They tell me about my life. They know more about <laughs> me than I know about me. That's interesting. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, an interesting experiment is to do would be to do Vinnie Tortorich trivia and have some of your super fans on there. You'd be amazed at the shit they know. Yeah. We've had a couple of people that showed up to some events here that were telling me stuff about our lives that I'd completely forgotten about. Yep. It was like, "Hey, thanks for remembering." <laughs> and and Clint, you you know who I'm talking about. Yeah, go ahead, buddy. It's so weird that sometimes people will tell me they know the type of soap I bathe with. Oh, that's, that's a lot. That, that's, you know, when people know that, yeah. that's when you start to worry about your existence. And, you know, yeah, I think we've gone a bit too far. Well, when you're doing um, five, yeah. five shows a week 
uh, you, you you know, you got to you end up talking about everything. I mean, that's what one thing Howard Stern said is, you know, he, he, back in the day when he was doing four hours a day, five days a week, you you end up having to talk about every single aspect of your life because you got to fill that time. And, uh, yeah, this stuff slips out. And, uh, so to speak. Yeah. Yes. And there you go. But anyway. All right, man. Well, listen. Uh, we've got two people in the studio who desperately need to lose weight, two people who are at their perfect ideal body weight. Yeah. Uh, and that would be P.A. Lydia and Dr. Scott. And then Tacey and I have, you know, COVID. We let it go. COVID fucked us up bad, dude. We just let it go. Yeah, yeah. You know what it is? It's, it's the true alcohol. to everybody, yeah. It's well. the alcohol. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, a lot of people did the alcohol during COVID. I, I think they just wanted to be alcoholics to begin with. They just used COVID <laughs> as a good with excuse. That. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, people did that with ice cream, too. It was like, well, it was COVID. I did course, that. I was I, having ice cream. I kind of did that, too. <laughs> but Tacey was working out four or five hours a week, and she's the one of the strongest women I've ever met. But like I said, both of us need to uh, get back to our de- ideal body weight. You have to do both, right? You have to work out and eat right. You can't. Well, as I tell everybody, exercise, and listen to what I'm saying because I'm a fitness trainer. Exercise is a poor way to lose weight. Now, if you have your diet spot on, exercise can magnify the weight loss. But I've, I've had no shortage of people who have told me, I trained for 20 weeks to run a marathon and successfully crossed the line heavier than when I started. Yeah. Yeah. And that proves right there that exercise is not how you lose weight. And I spent my career telling people how to exercise. That's just not how you lose weight. Yeah. Um, it's all sugars and grains. It's all processed foods. You know, you just have to cut it out. Uh, I, I had a PDF on my website, vinnytortoris.com, and it's been there. I've had it there for about eight years, and it was free. And I've had over 300,000 people download that PDF and lose millions of pounds, and I'm not exaggerating with millions <laughs> right, for free. right. right. And I just put a $10 charge on it about three months ago because I wanted, as a social experiment, if you charge something for something, people might take it more seriously. So now I'm actually charging for $10 for something that's probably worth more like 100 Yeah, I'm looking at um, it right now. It's like that son of a yeah. bitch. Now I got to pay ten bucks for this thing. I'm sorry, Steve. Can't help you, brother. You should have gotten it for the last eight years. Oh, I've got it. I think I copied it onto my website a long time ago. Actually, I'm not oh, sure. We go to, I, I, to look you at probably it. have it. Yeah. yeah, you know, it's it's crazy. It's been so long since I've been on the show because, you know, here's how crazy the world works. People say to me on Twitter, "Hey, man, have you ever heard of Doctor Steve?" I'm like, of course I have. We, 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 we're, he's been on my show. I've been on his show. Yeah, we know yeah, each other. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, it is yeah. crazy. I'm, I'm posting the uh, link right now on Twitter. Uh, if people want to go to Twitter, you know, at Weird Medicine, you can see it. Or you can just go to VinnyTortorich.com. The, the link will be in uh, the description. And uh, we'll, we'll put it on the pad data on uh, the uh, um, SiriusXM side. But uh, yeah, man. So listen, tell we haven't talked about this in a long time on this show. Talk a little bit about why grains, particularly, are an issue. Because if you look at that uh, uh, USDA 
pier- uh, food pyramid, mm-hmm. you're supposed to get sixty percent of your uh, yeah. calories from grains. I mean, uh, some that Vinnie Tortich must be crazy. Certainly, the USDA couldn't uh, have tried to slip some bullshit past us. <laughs> well, look, they they just don't know any better. They're taking their cues from the the registered dietitians who. You know, most people don't know this, but the, the, the RDs, the registered dietitians, were started by a church group, the Seventh-day Adventist, and um, they started this in 1865. And then uh, there was a young man that worked for the church named uh, John Kellogg, Dr. Kellogg, who started the famous cereal company. C.W. Post was oh, also part of that group. I remember hearing And they started pushing all of these grains. And when you think about what happened during the— uh, World War II, you know, we had the, you know, a great depression. We were coming out of a great depression and farms were too big to fail. So, you know, we subsidized grains and that's when the government went, wait a minute, we like being in the grain business. We can barter worldwide with this stuff. Right. So we just make grains a priority, telling people breakfast is the most important meal of the day. Have your oatmeal, eat your cereal. You know, we all grew up hearing that. But it was exactly the wrong message. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's, that's the part I've heard is that, you know, the government was pushing grain sales. And that was why one of the reasons why they made that pyramid the way it was. And uh, so tell us what what the problem is. I have my hypothesis from an evolutionary standpoint, why uh, huge amounts of grains can be a problem for people. And, and it's not just fat. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are people that have issues with gluten, and they and gluten sensitivity has been demonstrated to be a real thing. We used to laugh at that, uh, and uh, you know, celiac sprue and inflammatory issues. And so, why are grains such a problem? Well, for one, they're not the grains we used to have. You know, they, they've been uh, GMO. They've been bastardized. They, they've been um, genetically modified five different ways. But on top of that. Uh, grains are worse than sugar. If you can even imagine that, grains are worse than sugar because sugar will give you a quick spike. Grains will give you a glycogen load. You know, so uh, once, you, once you take grains in, they go into your stomach and they get released to your liver and they keep releasing slowly over the next several hours. And you have to keep releasing insulin to cover that. And when that happens, you become insulin resistant. And then you're on three different medications, you know, Ozempic and metformin and everything else, trying to fix a problem we never had 30 years ago. Right. Right? The more grains we eat, the more Ozempic and metformin. And by the way, if you ever see those commercials, they will tell you, hey, this will get you down to an A1C of 7. Guess what? You're still perfectly sick at 7. Right. Mm -hmm. So the drugs will not even get you out of type 2 diabetes. Right. Yeah, I've cured people with type 2 diabetes through uh, application of diet, but it's rare because getting people to actually do it, we're so ingrained, no pun intended, (laughs) uh, to eat this way that it's really hard to get people to actually comply with that, you know, with the diet that will cure their diabetes. So, uh, you know, my evolutionary... Um, hypothesis. I mean, I'm interviewing you, so I, I should be letting you talk. But I, I like to think of how our ancestors, our distant ancestors, grew up in this, you know, evolved into this environment. They had very little 
carbohydrates in their diet. They couldn't. Where were they going to get them from? And uh, so maybe there were some berries every once in a while, or there'd be some, you know, when the wheat or whatever, it wasn't wheat then, but grass or whatever, seeds, and they'd eat those and get something out of that. The body still needed carbohydrates, so it would store them very efficiently. Mm-hmm. And so when you found that, it's like, oh, oh yeah, we got uh, some carbohydrates. Let's go ahead and store it in the liver, store it in the muscle, make some fat tissue, mm-hmm. because the lean times are coming. Right. And uh, but now our bodies are still geared that way. But you can just go buy whatever you want, you know, agriculture through, you know, through agriculture and through uh, classifying French fries as a vegetable and other things like that. We can just go just gorge on carbohydrates and our body will continue to do what it's was created or, you know, set up to do, which is to store those very efficiently. So anyway. Uh, yeah, no, you, you, you're absolutely right. And, and just to add to that, you know, we were never set up. You know, look, think about it. When, when, when you and I were kids, Steve, we had, you know, a season when there were apples, a season when there were strawberries, a season when there were watermelon. Yeah. Now you can get all of these fruit year round because we ship them around the world. True. So there's a problem there, too. Remember Vidalia onion season or Mackinac peach season? And, you know, uh, that doesn't exist anymore. You get a peach in midwinter. Yeah. You know, no problem. That's yeah. interesting. It's great. Mm-hmm. And we think of fruit. Well, fruit's got to be good for you. Um, yeah, but but an overabundance of anything is a problem. So, uh, t- tell us a little bit about seed oils, and then, hell, Vinny, tell us what the hell, what are people supposed to do? You know, what should what should they actually do about this? We've identified the problem. Uh, so, I've asked you two completely different questions with terrible inter- <laughs> interview technique. So, let me back up. Tell us about seed oils, and then we'll talk about what people should do. Yeah, you know, when I first started hearing about seed oils, you know, from some of these doctors that were coming on my show you know, 10, 11 years ago, I was like, what is this all about, right? I was always told that canola oil and safflower oil and all of this stuff is good for you, right? Yeah. All these polyun or monounsaturated oils. Yeah. But when I started looking into it and you start looking at the disease that comes along with that, because there's too many omega-6 to omega-3 combination, not to mention that to extract any of these oils, they, they have to cook them down so much, and I'm making this very simple, but there's chemical processes to make these oils happen. So they're so highly processed that literally what you're eating is akin to, like, you, you remember, like, the 3M machine oil that you would put in a sewing machine or a gun yeah. or whatever? Mm-hmm. That's the quality of the oil that they want us to eat. And all of these seed oils... They use them to stabilize all of the fast foods and all of the, you know, shelf-stable foods. So they're everywhere. They're God ubiquitous. dang it. They're just everywhere. <laughs> so, yeah, it's horrible. <clears throat> I'm doing everything wrong. What about— Because, yeah, we—yeah, we, we, <laughs> yeah, we uh, canola oil was sold for the longest time, and that was the good oil. Go ahead, Chase. Yeah. Avocado oil, is that considered a seed? Because it's got a— Just because it's got a seed in it? <laughs> a big-ass seed I don't seed think they it? extracted no, no, the seed. No, no, Avocado oil is is that's actually a um, uh, a fruit oil, so it's good. It's kind of like olive oil. Yeah. Okay. But here's the problem with olive oil and avocado oil: you have to go out of your way to make sure that it's 100% pure. Because check this out: 
our government allows these oils to be cut up yeah. to 40 percent and still be called 100 percent pure oil. So yeah. you can you can Google this. There's something called the UC Davis olive oil study they put out every several years. There's a book that I'm not associated with called Extra Virginity that will teach you how to go and get the good stuff. Oh, goodness. Yeah, the uh, uh, it's just like, uh, what is it, Uh, Tic Tacs say they're zero calories, but it's just because the the threshold is below what the government says you have to say is zero calories. But if you eat a whole thing of that, it's about 300 calories or something. It's it's crazy. So, you know, and... uh, uh, in your grains, of course, there's a certain acceptable amount of grasshopper parts, too. And Google that yes. if you think I'm lying. And so. insect parts in peanut butter. Yeah. Right? Yep. Parts so per billion. I'm looking right. here, uh, Vinny. It says here that uh, uh, industrial seed oils are highly reactive and unstable. They contain inflammatory linoleic acid, which is associated with heart disease, cancer, dementia, and other heart problems. So I'm going down right now. And when we get out of here... And throwing away the canola oil that I often cook with, just because it's a, you know, it's a high smoke heat, temperature yeah, heat, yeah. Uh, oil. You know, you can use it for that. But I, yeah, I'm I'm done with it. I do have a. Big... And by the way, Steve, yep. that, that's another lie. They tell you that olive oil does not have a high smoke point. It does. If it's uh, guess what, real... butter has a high smoke point. Yep. Lard has a high smoke smoke point. Tallow has a high smoke point. Yeah. They they lie about that. Canola oil is no better than any of those. Yeah, that's interesting. And I do. Uh, we go to the Asian store to get our avocado oil because it's like half the price of when you go to the highfalutin place. And <laughs> and the the olive oil people will tell you, you know, the ones that make the real stuff will tell you that you can cook with olive oil. The reason the chefs say don't do it is because the olive oil that they're getting in those giant cans isn't the stuff that you can cook with. They can make uh, salad dressing out of it, but they can't cook with it. But if you get the true, you know, pressed, you know, pure um, extra virgin olive oil, you can absolutely cook with it. So, well, that's... yeah. Wow, that's see every every time I talk to you, I learn something. So, yeah. so what? Should, <laughs> seriously, what should people do? What 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 should they do? They go to their, your website, download the the uh, PDF for ten bucks that used to be free, and then what else <laughs> should they do? But what should they really do? Well, and, and look, uh, if you want something else for free, uh, the people that put my movies out, uh, Gravitas Ventures, they this just happened this week. They now have uh, a section on YouTube. Gravitas, uh, it's called Gravitas um, um, Documentary Channel on YouTube. They're offering my first two movies, Fat a Documentary and Fat a Documentary 2, for free. <laughs> so you, you're going to have to watch ads, but you know you okay. can watch it for free, but you got to watch a few ads while it's going on. So that's another way. Th- those, those two movies show you the history of how we ended up where we are. And once you understand that history, you can work backwards okay. um, and, and fix yourself. Well, I'm, I'm tweeting out the link to uh, Fat, a documentary right now as well. So check out our uh, Twitter um, at weirdmedicine.com if you want these links. And uh, you can just go down through our whenever you happen to be hearing this. So that's awesome, man. These movies, uh, put me in one of your damn movies. I want to be in somebody's movie. <laughs> You'd be perfect. Well, you know, I'm doing a third one right now, but I'm not bringing any doctors into this one. I'm, I'm doing just an expose on something else. I'm not talking about it right okay. now. But okay. um, 
You know what? The next time I need doctors, <laughs> you should be in my movies. I, I'm, you know, I always use whoever's on hand, and uh, you know, it's always Eric Westman and those guys. Yeah, I would love to have you in one of my movies. Oh, I'd love to. So absolutely. I'll, I'll, and, and, and you, and that, you could be anything. You the difference have to between just be a doctor. That's right. I could just be an extra. Steve is always <laughs> on hand for you. And um, he's multi-talented. And multi unlike those guys, I'll just say whatever you tell me to say. So. I'm <laughs> Oh, good. good. Yeah. Tell so us Steve a... is a whore. He'll say whatever I need him to say. Fucking A. Yeah. Fucking A. As his wife, uh, uh, yeah, say yes to that. Tell us about Beyond Impossible movie. Now, there's Beyond Meat and Impossible Burgers. So does this have to do with that, or is this something completely different? No, you, you hit the nail on the head. Uh, what happened there was when all that stuff started hitting the market, um, I, I started looking into it because I, you know, I'm always at these food conferences and everything. Yeah. And I'm like, wait, they're saying this is good for the environment, but they have to manufacture this. And then I started, you know, the first things I started learning was they, the pieces and parts are manufactured in China. And so they're spewing stuff into the atmosphere there. And then they have to ship it to the United States where they put it together so now you have more manufacturing and the fact that you have to use a lot of dinosaur juice just to get it here. Yeah. And so as, as far as the environment is concerned, they're wasting a lot of energy and they're putting a lot of CO2 carbons into the atmosphere. And then I started looking into how healthy this stuff was. And what I figured out was you're probably better off eating Oreo cookies for dinner yeah, than eating this stuff. And I'm not being funny. Yeah, yeah. It's like the energy bars are basically candy bars. Yeah. You know, some of these things. It would yeah. be nice if these were candy bars. That would be a step up. <laughs> these things, you want to talk about seed oils and, and stuff that shouldn't go in your body, that's what's in here. It's, it's worse than a candy bar. It's worse than drinking Coke and smoking cigarettes. Wow. Well, yeah, I think God. a lot of people were not eating the Beyond Meat because, well, first off, it was a novelty. Mm -hmm. It wasn't meat, yeah. but it kind of does. You know, Looking, it's got yeah, the consistency yeah, and yeah. it tastes pretty Similar, much like yeah. meat. We fooled our kids with the Impossible Burgers when they came out. But uh, I think it's that for people who want to eat meat but don't want to be responsible for killing an animal. I think that's really where that where that comes from. And the, now, the, I will say that back in the day when I was in high school and dating, there was a, there was a Seventh-day Adventist. Um, a food store, and I think it was in Brevard, North Carolina, hmm. and they sold, back then they had steaks that were made from sheets of pressed soy stuff. And they, they, I know it sounds terrible, but they, they looked like steaks. You could cook them like steaks. And I have... Well, I, you know what? Now that I think about it, I never did get a second date out of that one. But I, I, I was going to say I, I fooled my date that they were real, but maybe maybe I, I wasn't yeah, so clever after all. But, but uh, they were really actually not that bad. And I, I'm fine with the soy stuff and and uh, tofu from time to time, all that. I, I don't have a problem with it but myself. Isn't but isn't soy bad for some Body tops. Soy, soy Vinny is an abomination of a food. Um, <laughs> Come on. I, I'm sorry, Steve. I, I always there's a billion people eat it every day. Bite me on the show. Yeah. Um, soy is an abomination, and well, I want to tell us why because I'm killing of animals. Yeah, yeah. I, I in Beyond Impossible, I have no shortage of footage 
where we show combines chewing up rabbits. And for, they got to stop uh, these combines every so many hours. And they pull out five-gallon buckets worth of frogs. Isn't that interesting? That, oh that get caught up in these combines. And we're talking rats and frogs and, and snakes. Everything gets chewed up into these combines. And, um, and here's the other thing. A lot of these... Um, a, a lot of these guys have to hire snipers to go out at night and kill wild hogs, you know, using infrared rifles, stuff like, like mm-hmm. you know, snipers. Yeah. And they'll kill 3,000 pounds of meat per night, That's and crazy. it just all goes to waste because Be- there's no one to give it because to. Because there's no one. What do they do with that? Right, right, right. Because they're what making if, meatless things, so they can't eat it. So what are the? Oh Jesus! What about the estrogen level yeah. in soy? What do you? What yeah, do you talk have about to say it, about that. God damn it, Vinny! Now I'm going to learn something else, I'm, <laughs> and it's going to it's going to change how everything that I do. But that's okay. That's what we're here for. So okay, yeah, yeah talk about that. The estrogen, the, the the estrogen that we get, well, from food, you know, soy will cause it. Some grains will cause it. But the biggest reason we have estrogen problems is because we, we eat everything and we drink from plastic. So if you have a bottle of water next to you in the studio, knock it off the table. Uh, no, don't do that. <laughs> get it from the tap the way you used to. Um, but that's where we get more, most of our estrogen um, from just offlabbing. What the and hell? And we breathe it in, too. Okay, estrogen from plastic. Now I got to look this up because this one, now I, I mean, you're hitting on something I know a little bit about, which is just um, basically, you know, I was an organic BPA. chemist before. Estrogen from yeah. plant. Oh, are you talking about from BPAs? BPAs, yeah, and uh, okay. parabens and everything else. And and by the way, um, there's a great book on this written by a guy that's he's a good friend of mine. He's been on the show a half dozen times. Yeah. Uh, his name is Dr. Anthony J, and he wrote an incredible book years ago called Estrogeneration. God damn it. Look at and, this. Look uh, at this. He talks about it. how we're breathing the stuff in. Okay, this is, not, um, this is not some bullshit uh, thing right here. This is from the National Library of Me- Medicine, Environmental Health Perspectives from 2011. Most plastic products released estrogenic chemicals, a potential health problem that can be solved. Now, that was in 2011. I would hope that they would have uh, figured this out since then. But they're talking about bisphenol A. and all. God damn it, Vinny. I can't have you on my show it's anymore. Phenol A, <laughs> phenol B, and phenol C. It's yep. all of them, Steve. It's, yep. So the, and, and what happens is whenever what they do is they'll say phenol A is bad, right? So they'll get the chemist in the lab. And then they'll change it like to phenol you, B. Right. And they'll say, come up with a, a phenol B and then a phenol C. <laughs> I think they're on phenol F now. I'm not being funny. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's how Look, you get around the DEA, this is too. what I do. You... I, I keep up with this stuff. This yeah. is all I do. You, you, you know, I, I don't make this stuff up. I, it's, I'm not that good to make this stuff up. No, 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 no. No, I'm, uh, yeah. That's uh, that's very interesting, isn't it? So uh, there have to be plastics out there that don't have this shit in it, because you know we used to make impossible, pl- impossible to make. It's impossible. Look, mm. I, I had. I remember the last time I had Dr. Anthony J on the show. Yeah, I had one of those Nalgene bottles, you know, that I use when I climb mountains right. and everything else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know the little the little triangle on the bottom. I said, look, it's got a number seven in it. That's supposed to be the good one, right? He goes. 
it's as bad as all the rest. Wow. That was the last day I ever drank out of plastic. So the exact chemical composition of almost any commercially available plastic part is proprietary and not known. A single part may consist of 5 to 30 chemicals. Plastic item containing many parts may consist of greater than 100 chemicals, all of, almost all of which can leach from the product, especially when stressed. Would you say soy is as bad as plastic, plastic. or, or just, or just um, eat soy and be okay with it? or And just don't eat it with plastic Just don't fork. eat it a lot? Um, I mean, like tofu or... You know, it's, it's like you're asking me, should I smoke crack okay. or should I smoke crank? Got which it. one is better? Yeah, well, which one is? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Again, you know, I'm should sorry. I smoke cigarettes or smoke cigars? Which one is better? Yeah. You I know, mean, I, you've really got me wanting a soy, cigarette right now, but okay. Um, soy products have been shown to, to cause cancer, and you just name it. It's soy products it raises estrogen in your body. It does. It, I know that. I cannot. It's horrible. It, it's a horrible product. It shouldn't be legal. Yeah, I wonder. Uh, I, I do know that the way soy is processed here is different than the way it is processed in Asia. And Dr. Scott can attest to that. And I, I as a matter of fact, I watched a uh, uh, an Asian chef today on YouTube. Well, I didn't watch it. I was driving. I listened to him. But he said, listen, the uh, tofu that you get in America, very different. Than, and they process it differently. So because, I mean, there's a, a billions of people that eat soy every day uh, as a staple of their diet, and they seem to do fine with it. So there is something about the way that we're processing it, I'm guessing. What do you think about that, Vinny? Yeah, that- but uh, well, here, here's the deal. 92% of all soybeans grown worldwide, yeah. not in the United States, worldwide, 92% is owned by Monsanto. And oh. Monsanto is the same group that puts out the product that doesn't. So, in other words, when they put their Agent Orange on it, but now they call it something else. Um, when they put their Agent Orange on that soy, it doesn't die. Uh, but it'll kill all the weeds around it and all the other stuff around it. Yeah. Right. So 92% of all soy is grown by one company, by a global international you know, company. So if you think you're getting better soy somewhere else in the world, good luck. Okay. It's not happening. Okay. Wow. Well, Okay. Hmm. I'm you. always the bearer of bad news. And the, okay, I'm sorry. We need just trying to figure End of out show. If, uh, oh, for, yeah. Now I'm just I'm, <laughs> Debbie Downer. Man. I'm just going to retire, ladies and gentlemen. This is our last Debbie show. Debbie Downer. <laughs> <laughs> oh thank God. you, thank you so much. I'm going to have uh, now. Okay, so I thought I knew something about the chemistry thing, and I was wrong about that. I'm, I'm going to, by God, I'm going to uh, do a deep dive on this soy thing, and uh, because I just. I, it just that's so counterintuitive. Mm-hmm. I it just got it, but I'm not saying yeah. just because it's counterintuitive doesn't mean that it's that it's wrong. Well, you, you know, know? And the thing I'm I'm kind of like you in that regard. But you, you wonder if there are other things making um, causing the cancers that the soy um, only has a little bit to do with. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah, so yeah. Many people, there's yeah, I don't know. Depending on where you grow, where you're living at the time, or maybe fermented what else soy you're eating or. You know, you know, I love tempeh. It's a it's a smoke soy. I know if you have PCOS. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't hear the question. Oh, yeah, that's because Dr. Scott's only been doing this show for 15 years and he still doesn't talk into the microphone. No, I was trying to run away after all the bad news. <laughs> I think I think the question I have is whether the BPA 
uh, with its like estrogenic effects, whether it actually binds to the estrogen receptor and like potentiates that activity within the cell. Yeah. I don't or, know, that's or whether it's question. more of like a hormonal mm-hmm. response in the I body. Don't know. We need to find out. We're we'll, gonna we'll, do. We'll research. We're gonna be doing deep dives on all this stuff for the next six weeks. So we just brought up a bunch of stuff. <laughs> well, Thank you, you. Have, <laughs> you have really gone beyond since the first time that you and I talked. Because back then it was just well, no seeds, no nuts. Don't eat those protein bars. You know this kind mm-hmm. of stuff. This is this is fascinating yeah. stuff. You know we were going to have least, tofu should... for dinner tonight. <laughs> I was gonna I was gonna make fried tofu tonight, and I was gonna fry it in fucking canola oil. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> no, Sorry, Steve. That's okay, man. That's okay. No, 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 no. You're you're doing the good work. People, if if nothing else, to get people like us too who think they know stuff uh to question you know always be questioning this are we doing the right thing absolutely i, I was taking nicotinamide uh, riboside every day and then i fi- find this article yesterday that it potentiates breast cancer and if you get breast cancer it could potentiate metastatic disease but what they were really looking at was nicotinamide levels inside the cells so that doesn't necessarily mean if you're taking it as a supplement mm-hmm. it's going to cause that but it did give me pause so you know there's okay we should always be questioning these and we things. started ta- you and i both started taking it and i saw the same article yesterday and yep. we both started taking it because it was it's shown to help with melanomas right so, yeah so you wouldn't get melanomas right right, skin right cancer so and well and you know we're more likely to get melanoma than we are breast cancer yeah, sure. so you know for dudes but we'll yeah. these are all things we have to constantly be searching for uh, better data and um, more knowledge and all that stuff. And I think that part's great. So, yeah, man, we're going we're gonna to be doing uh, we're going to you've given us a lot to think about today. I, I got to make you shut up, because if you say anything else, I'm just going to jump off the cliff. We really appreciate you, though. Yeah, yeah Thank we you do. So absolutely. Much. We love it. No, and I appreciate I appreciate you guys. And, and I do appreciate coming on. And Steve. You need to make an appearance on my show again. It's been a while. Absolutely. Yeah, well, you can just school me about all this stuff, all the things that I thought I knew. Uh, I think that's great. Yeah. Yeah, and... Uh, Perfect. But now if you got some questions about death and dying, uh, that I can help you with. <laughs> <laughs> so check him. Check this man out. He ab- actually knows what the hell he's talking about. Check out our No no Sugar, No Grain section at drsteve.com. I've had that up since the first time Vinny was on. And then uh, check him out at Vinny tortorich.com it's it's vinny like v-i-n-n-i-e-t-o-r-t-o-r-i-c-h.com and then check out the his new movie beyond impossible which i do want to see this mm-hmm. and uh and you, you know this whole thing about the combines is is messing with my head too yeah mine too. <laughs> we just don't think about these no. you know these unintended sort of consequences of the way that we do things we think that we're gonna and it's like the lady who had the uh, um that was doing the um electric car demonstration mm-hmm. and they didn't have a plug-in for it and then they went and they got a yeah. they went and got a plug-in from inside the building and they said well where does this electricity come from and she said well it comes from the wall mm-hmm. it's like Okay, where's the electricity Where? generated? It turned out that it was all coal-fired, you know, right. electrical plant. So, you know, what are we doing? Yeah. So, we're even on simple levels like that. We're not thinking things all the way through. So, yeah, very interesting, man. Well, Steve, it's even worse than that because, you know, when I I yell about electric cars all the time, it's like not only 
do we have to burn coal and or diesel to fuel these cars? You also now have all this lithium. Number one, they're yeah. using slave labor to get this lithium. And when the battery is done, we have no idea what to do with how them. to get rid of them. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a problem. The uh, solid-state battery I'm interested in uh, should have less of that BS. It'll go 500 miles and uh, on one charge, and then it'll go five minutes to charge it up. It's supposed to have less toxic crap in it. Toyota's working on it. We'll see. Um, you know, I am, I'm interested in clean fusion myself. Uh, that's where I think that we need to go. Uh, but it, we are still decades away from that. We're always decades away from it. It almost seems like it's a conspiracy, but I, I'm not a conspiracy well, it, let, me, let me tell you why. I, I've been saying for years we <laughs> need to split atoms to get energy. Yes, of course. But the reason, the reason we're not going to do that is because in 1975, we had an alliteration where they said no nukes. Yep. And the hippies went with that, and the hippies are still saying that. And we need to get away from no nukes because it's the cleanest energy that we can possibly have. Yes. And uh, no, no one's talking about it. It's the only thing we should be talking about. Well, fusion will be even cleaner because its byproduct is basically heat and water, and we can utilize the heat. So uh, that's uh, that's the one I'm really interested yeah. in. I, you know, nuclear, you know, your plutonium type stuff. That, you know, there there's some byproducts from that that can be weaponized and things like that. But the the thorium reactors we should be absolutely exploring that i totally agree uh if you want to do something that's not if you want to not put greenhouse gases into the environment if that's your goal then we should be moving toward nuclear i absolutely agree so something you and i agree on or at least you're not destroying my worldview about (laughs) put it that way it's not that we don't agree you're just killing me with with knowledge that that i probably should have known something about before. I'm so the anyway. bearer of bad news. No, that's it's, why I think... Dude, you if know, you're going to make us healthier, it's good. Yeah. Yeah. No, if Go you're, no, if, if you're going to make us healthier, it's good news. It's good. And then, uh, yeah, he's the angriest, uh, what, the angriest trainer or whatever. What, I don't yeah. know. Mine's pretty well, angry, I, I, too. I walked away from that moniker years ago because every time I did some kind of national show, they would go, you don't seem angry. Right. It's like, no, I'm not. It's just, you know. Yeah, no, so no, I walked away from that. Nobody moniker. wants to I go to an, Nobody wants to go to an angry trainer anyway. Just get yelled at Tacy's trainer yells at her constantly (laughs) and then she hates going but then you know I've gone to him for 10 years and he's like oh you like that don't you you know that's how he yells at me he's like oh yeah (laughs) can I go who's your trainer do I know him I don't know if you know him he is he is, no, I don't think he's famous because of where we are. He's nationally ranked, uh, you know, bodybuilding. Yeah, dude. he. I'll, um, I'll, 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 I'll send you a thing. I about very him. much, in, um, not Wait. enjoy him. I like him as a friend, but cannot stand my appointments. <laughs> <laughs> It's been oh, good. for a well, while. In that case, stick with him because I was, I was going to say. I mean, Fred Hahn is there in New York. He's. He's an excellent trainer. There's some good trainers in New York. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. You know, some impressive guys and women there. So. Yeah. Well, if you we were in New York, that would be helpful we're information. We're a little bit in the hall. We're in Tennessee. So. <laughs> you oh, mean? you're in Tennessee. Yeah. Ser- Hillbillyville. you in New York. Sirius XM is in New York, yeah. but we're in Tennessee. Oh, okay. The, the internet, you know, made it so that you don't have to be in the same place where you're broadcasting from anymore, <laughs> as you well know. So. Exactly. All right, man. Oh, yeah. 
You're the best. Always Thank you. enjoy it. It's been way too long. Uh, we got a knowledge bomb today. We really appreciate it, man. Vinny Tortorich from uh, VinnyTortorich.com. Check him out. His website, his movies, his books. Uh, you'll learn a lot. And uh, really appreciate it, man. Take care. Bye. Thank you, guys. All right. I'll talk soon. Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. What a good guy. What a good guy. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. So I guess we're not having... Oh, man. I really wanted that. <laughs> I, okay. So we'll do it one last time and then we got to get rid of all that <laughs> Yeah. Shit. Don't waste it. I mean, I do have 3,000 got... pigs died for that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> yeah. We don't want to waste it. I'm not throwing it away. That's what makes the tofu Snipers so good. killed all... <laughs> Poor pigs. <laughs> I oh, think gosh. you're doing something good. I know. Those wild pigs, are, they're mean, though. Well, and then I find out recycling is, you know, uses up I more resources. Than, up. Yeah. They don't even do it here anymore. We have the blue recycling thing, and you just put your trash in it yeah. now. I was um, very disappointed by that. It always felt like I was doing something. Right. Now, the cardboard we do, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I think somebody's just making money off of that. Yeah, I'm I'm just a mess right now. It's uh, Vinny is uh, has that uh, has that effect. But anyway, <laughs> all right. Um, any? Do you have any? Th- we've got a crapload of questions. Let's do, yeah, let's do. I questions. did um, download a ton of your questions. Do we have Tom? Uh, I think so. Yeah, we have time to do a couple of them. Cool. Okay. Yeah, I told Vinny we'd do 15 minutes, and we ended up doing 44. So anyway, but all right. Number one thing. Don't take advice from some asshole on the radio. All right. Oh, here's one that uh, has... Oh, okay. Yeah, let's do this one. Hey, Dr. Steve. Uh, it's Zippy from New Jersey. I'm just wondering if you could let me know why some pharmacies, healthcare practitioners, are requiring a two-week uh, interval between vaccinations, whether it's flu and COVID, flu and shingles, and others like the three-letter word pharmacies, um, we'll give them together. Okay? Thank you. Hmm. Yeah. Um, so the CDC has an article out that says that the major changes to best practice guidelines for timing and spacing of immunobiologics 
include guidance for simultaneous vaccine in the context of risk for febrile seizures. So in kids, they're recommending that they separate some of these things because they used to, if you remember, our kid has um, a vaccine or needle phobia because a bunch of nurses sat down and held down his four limbs and then gave him a, a bunch of, you know, just came at him with needles. That happened to my daughter. Yeah, but if you have a baby, so what are you supposed to do? Go in every two weeks for three months? Um, well, yeah, I mean, yes and no. So there are schedules for these vaccines where, if you remember, we can go, I think, two months, four months, six months, something like that. So those they'll separate those out that way. And you don't want to give live two live attenuated vaccines uh, necessarily at the same time. Those are living vaccines. So they'll spread those out. But uh, so the this guy, though, is talking about flu vaccine and COVID vaccine at, okay. at the same time. And so he's saying that the pharmacies tell him you've got to separate the two. The only reason to do that, in my opinion, is if they're worried about liability from one vaccine or the other. Because if you give the two together and you get myocarditis or you give the two together and you get Guillain-Barre syndrome, you can't tell which one gave it to you. Okay. That is the only reason because there's absolutely no reason not to co-administer these two other than that. Uh, matter of fact, the CDC says um, uh, giving more than one vaccine at a visit called co-administration common medical practice and is recommended. And it says flu vaccines and COVID-19 vaccines can be given at the same time if you're due for both. As a matter of fact, they are coming out with a combination influenza and COVID-19 vaccine. Oh, okay. So when they do that, you're going to get them both at the same time. So uh, there, this, these pharmacists, to my knowledge, are just making this up. But that would be the only reason why. Well, that's how we did it. Yes, we did. Yeah, we split it up. Yep. And mm-hmm. um, I, we just didn't want to get the, you know, compound the adverse no. effects. So, Mm-mm. And that was our choice, though. Yes. But if we had wanted to, they would have given them to us together. This guy's saying he's going to a pharmacy where they're telling him they, they won't do it. <laughs> so, all right. So that's that's very interesting. But, uh, you know, some of the childhood vaccines, uh, you don't – some of the vaccines can cause fever. And then if the fever is high enough, it can cause febrile seizures. So they want to uh, make sure that you're not compounding uh, the risk. So right. some of those will be separated. All right. Uh, here's a question from uh, Peppermint Patty. Hi, Dr. Steve. It's Peppermint Patty. Hello. Or Love It. Hello, Love uh, It. This is love Patreon. It. I have oh. three questions, okay. and I'm just going to leave one. Okay. I have something going on where all my muscles, especially in my shoulders and down to my back, become rock hard, just painfully hard. A little bit of a fever. Can't keep my eyes open. But there is nothing in... in I've gone through this twice now, about three weeks apart. I'm not sure what this is or how to treat it. Um, any help or suggestions you could tell me or definitive answers if, if one comes to you, which, of course, they come to your doctor. <laughs> delete that last part. Control all delete. Anyway, I ramble. I apologize. No, 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 no. Um, Thank you. Okay. Bye. Thank you. So, Dr. Scott, you got anything? At first it sounded like she's having muscle spasms. Yeah. But then she said she's having fever with this. Yeah, no, the first thing I was thinking is she had any injections or flu shots or 
Yeah. Any, any new medications or anything different recently hmm. would be my first question. Have you heard of primary periodic paralysis? That's a thing where uh, people hmm. get um, this cyclical form of paralysis, and it's caused by a distortion of um, their um, uh, potassium channels. Oh. Okay. And uh, yeah, that's that's a weird one. Yeah, because she she she's got to give us a little more info than what she gave us. I think. Yeah, she may need to come into the studio and let us uh, let us really grill her on that one. Makes me think so, about polymalgia rheumatica. Well, classically with like the shoulder yeah. stiffness. Or you know, did she say shoulder? Did she say shoulder? I thought she started at the shoulder. Yeah, you might be onto down. something. Yeah. So there are some and things. And febrile. Polymyalgia rheumatica yeah. is a um, mild, usually, uh, 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 inflammatory disorder of the uh, muscles and causes muscle aches and pains. I had it which was weird because it's usually older women that get it, mm. but dudes can get it too. And it causes uh, pain, particularly in the proximal, in other words, like it, w- closer to the body. Mm. Distal is farther away from the body. That'd be in fingers okay. and toes. Proximal would be hips and shoulders and that kind of stuff. Yeah. That's something, but usually, man, fever and then coming and going like that is yeah. interesting yeah. too. Because it usually, usually comes and stays. I was just like, because usually it lights in and sticks around for a while. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I mean, I'm not saying she's 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 probably right. What and and if <laughs> Lydia's probably right, what no, she need, I mean, you know, and she may be, yeah, but what yeah. what she needs to do is when it's happening. Mm-hmm. And if she has a fever, yeah, if it really is a fever, it just feels like go get seen right then. Uh, yeah, fever, low grade fever is. Uh, yeah, if it's low grade. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So go then, and then what they do is they do um, just a very simple blood test, mm-hmm. and then the real test is to put you on low-dose prednisone, yeah. and if it goes away, then they, you've made, basically made the diagnosis. Can I, may I do that, too? Yes, of course. It, it, you have 30 seconds. If you don't have prednisone, possibly the, that curcumin yeah, turmeric well, works well, a lot like yeah. a steroid. Yeah, it does. Fair enough. Yeah. Maybe fair a little enough. safer. Fair enough. I thought turmeric was more like a non-steroidal anti-inflammatory, but I mean it is anti-inflammatory, yeah, yeah, is what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. Works a lot like bread. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Check that out. So, Patty, you have your marching orders. When it happens again, go get a uh, sedimentation rate done. Let them put you on some prednisone. See if it gets better. All right. Hey, Scott, is she in the um, waiting room? Is Lovett in there? I don't see her. No. Okay. If mm-hmm. if anybody in the waiting room sees uh, Lovett, uh, let her know that we're looking for her. Paging Lovett. We need. <laughs> we have more questions for you. But it, uh, absent of that, um, mm-hmm. I'll send her a message. Yeah. And I we think... can maybe talk to her on Patreon. Mm-hmm. That'd be yeah. good. Yeah, we should do yeah. that. Yes, yeah. that's a good idea. We'll do the follow-up on Patreon. Yeah. Patreon.com slash weirdmedicine. And... Um, yeah, don't forget uh, the holiday cameos coming. And, oh, and one thing I want to let everybody know about, and I think we talked about this maybe at the beginning of the show, we have uh, Weird Medicine uh, Bristol Stool Scale Mugs back in stock. Go to Dr. Steve, no, go to stuff.drsteve.com. Scroll down, you'll see it. You'll see a video of it, and then you can click on the, um, uh, the, the what is it, PayPal site, and I think they're $21 plus $5 shipping. And we're going to eat the shipping. Shipping is way more than $5. But uh, 
I, I can't just give them away. They were expensive. It's just like so. my husband to eat everything. Yeah, because <laughs> right, we love you guys. Can't make Including money someone. on anything. No, we're not going to make money Nothing on this. Nothing ever. But but I there will be thirty six people who will have the goofiest uh, white elephant. Uh, a gift that they could give it one of those stupid and it will cost us money yeah that's okay oh and i'll throw in a couple of oh he'll our throw poker in chips something too. poker chips yeah throw in some of the poker chips too i love the i love those i sent one to somebody and they cool. said that's the coolest calling card i've ever seen i it didn't even cool. think about it that it way is, it really is really a um it's a business card you get a oh, free really business cool. card with it have you seen them no nice. yeah they're awesome well i'm honey, just on my way to stuff.drsteve.com you give business cards if she would order something from simply herbals and, uh, I need to get that fatigue and, reprieve. And say that she's a, a friend of Weird Medicine. She gets, a, she gets a little bling. I okay. was thinking, oh, you know That's what? so cool. If your stress less mm-hmm. really works, mm-hmm. I've got somebody that if if it works for him, mm-hmm. it, you might end up being huge. So yeah. I need to some so I can send to him. Yeah, I'll okay. bring it. I'll, I'll, I'll have it here tomorrow. All right. Uh, Bob, <laughs> or maybe tonight. Bob Bobbington <laughs> in the... Um, in the waiting room, says that he took COVID and uh, influenza vaccines together, and he is still hopping. He's still kicking. Still, still kicking. Alive and kicking. Good for him. That's a good thing, Bob Bobbington. Um, yeah, and then uh, yeah, principled uncertainty says fusion is always a decade away. That's right. It's always a decade away. It's always we're ten years away from the tokamak actually creating more. They can do fusion. They just can't generate more heat than they put in it. You know, they, they get energy out, but it's always a net loss. Oh. So we've got to get where the stupid thing is generating more energy than we're putting into it. Now, they hmm. did have a sustained uh, uh, fusion reaction not too long ago. And by sustained, we mean like eight-tenths of a second. So that's not enough. <laughs> so we're just going to have to, we got to keep working on <laughs> it. But fusion is the thing. Cool. And when we have true fusion, like they did on Star Trek. So if you think about it, <laughs> the Star Trek replicator right. was was using fusion. They right. would use uh, raw material. It could be hydrogen or something. And then they would fuse it together to make the cup and the Earl Grey tea and heat it up and the whole thing. I mean, it was, an, you know, they, they were using fusion. But it all came from poop, right? Well, it did in uh, Discovery. Yes. They were using recycled shit to mm-hmm. make apple to make pie. Their food. Yeah. Well, there you go. They even said shit, which made me laugh. They, they had one of the enemy women from the from the Emerald Chain was on there, and they he's the 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 head of uh, Federation says, "Would you like a you know a slice of apple pie?" And she's like, "Sure," and so she's eating it, and eating it. she says, "It's pretty good." And he said, "Yeah, we make it from our recycled shit," <laughs> and she just looked at her fork and just laid it down. <laughs> it was actually kind of a good moment. Mm-hmm. Anyway, all right. Go fuck yourself. I'm just, I'm just revisiting the whole conservation of ener- energy principle, right? Where it can neither be created nor destroyed. So yes. It's more about usable energy. That's right. Well, yeah. right. So entropy is still a thing. Yeah. Entropy is where the whole universe eventually grinds down. You know, there'll be that last black hole that gives off its last particle of hawking radiation before it just disappears and then the the whole universe is all at the same temperature then that's the end you know assuming that there isn't the big rip from acceleration of uh, 
the expansion of space to the point where it expands so quickly that it's actually ripping atoms apart. That would be another now way we've for gone the universe too far. to say we, we we're from Vinny to, to Dr. Steve, it's all bad news. Yeah, yeah. By the way, we're all going to die, and the universe is going to end someday, and all of this is meaningless. And yeah, all the right. we'll Thanks, everybody. Thanks, guys. Yeah, we'll be back Thank next you. week. Yes, we'll see you next week. All right. Uh, until next time, check your stupid nuts for lumps, quit smoking, get off your asses, get some exercise. We will see you in one week for the next edition of Weird Medicine. I'm just going to go fuck myself. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> So I I know you've got a lot going on, but remember, I'm here for you. So bother me when no one's listening, because I will. Bother me when it feels like it won't get better, because it can. Bother me because you're never a bother. Whether it's a low point or a crisis, get help for yourself or a friend. Learn more at neverabother.org or call or text 988, available 24-7. So I I know you've got a lot going on, but remember, I'm here for you. So bother me when no one's listening, because I will. Bother me when it feels like it won't get better, because it can. Bother me because you're never a bother. Whether it's a low point or a crisis, get help for yourself or a friend. Learn more at neverabother.org or call or text 988, available 24-7.